in a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. Thunderdome! The Top Ten is proud to bring you The Realist. The Realist! Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Top Tens, The Realist. Realist! Roop, 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 realist! Uh, we haven't one of the, done one of these in a bit, Matt, because we've been uh, like live. We pre-taped a couple. Yes. In essence, this is a pre-tape too. Uh, can you? Can you? Can I hear you some more? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there you we know. go. In essence, it's a pre-tape, but we haven't we like pre-taped ahead of time for London. This is the first one we've done, I think, since we've come back from London, both of us, right? No, that was last week's show. The realist, I mean. Oh, first realist. This is the first realist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you talked about like any show whatsoever. And I was no, like, no. Well, we did one first realist. Uh, yeah, first of the new year. Yeah. Was your friend here at the last one? The one that's a, a oh, coach? Oh, right. Yeah, Shannon. She was here at the last one. We did the Disney Renaissance or whatever one that was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that one. That's right. right. Yeah. My friend Shannon O'Dowd. Uh, I'm John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you know the realist, it's uh, what fans send in their lists. Yeah. We Go pick ahead, uh, three fans, and the first one chooses the topic. The next two send in their lists and then mm-hmm. submit them to us. So then we do it like it's a regular top 10 show. Uh, but we can't add or subtract any movies. Right. It is just their list. They make the final list between them. We may change the order. Sure. We may deride their choice. Absolutely. Uh, we may applaud their choice. Who knows? Who it, knows? It's just all as in you play. do with us. Yeah, it's all in play. It is. Uh, that's what you signed up for, and congratulations. <laughs> and Thank if you, you. Yeah, right. And if you want to be part of the relist, you can do that by uh, going to our Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash the top 10, number 10 there, go and see the tiers you can sign up for. And with the uh, uh, relays, it's $20 and above are put into yes. the list, are put into contention. And then Matt does a video where he does the randomizer and picks out three people. One pe- one person picks the topic and the other two uh, submit their lists. And as is uh, apropos for the show, neither one of us sees the lists. No. Neither one of us knows what's on the other person's list. Try not to look as best we can. That's right. And we, we do it uh, cold. And this week is what? Uh, this week we have uh, Steve Martin movies. Oh, interesting. All right. And then I believe, because the problem is with this one, which I found shocking on some level, mm-hmm. uh, I had to redraw the names numerous times. Why? First two people I gave it to said, listen, I would do the, jo- I would do the show justice if I handed this off to somebody else because I... Couldn't give you 10. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay. What? And then I reached out to two more people. Yeah. Never heard back from them for days. What? For days. Wow. And then finally hit upon on the next two. The next two were like, no problem. We got it. <laughs> it's like, where were you guys a week ago or five days ago? Well, I tell Matt this all the time. Some people just want to keep donating to and supporting us and don't want to necessarily take part in the relist or take part in other things. And I respect that. You know, some people are just happy to go, you know what? They bring me joy. Here's $20. I'm happy. Uh, exceedingly true. Yeah. Um, it's just when people are donating at a certain tier, you assume. Yeah, they want something for their buck. Yeah, or, it's just, or they're paying attention on any social media platform <laughs> whatsoever. Whether, even email. Yeah. I'll email the people directly. Yeah, yeah, like, good You want to check your email for days? <laughs> Where where are you? <laughs> Does a family number a family member know where you are? Right, exactly. Well, it's uh, yeah. 
<laughs> you ever uh, heard the Hedberg joke, Mitch Hedberg? No, I, I like Mitch Hedberg. Okay, yeah. it's uh, out at a restaurant, and the you know you hear names called, and it's Dufresne party of two, Dufresne party of two, and then they move on. What happened to the Dufresnes? Why don't we send out the next people as a search party to find the do? And it just <laughs> it spirals from there. Yeah, yeah, it's just a Hedbergian type of only he could really get away with something like this. I like that. I like that. Uh, I assume you're looking for the people who submitted. I am, but I searched okay. through who I think was the first one. Okay, and it didn't. It it pulled up something from months ago and gave me just that. Okay, and then I searched myself because I've put these up. Uh, well, I know the list that I have. Is Sean Naughton's list. It's Sean Naughton and Rachel Silvestrini are the oh. two that, that did their lists. Rachel back at it again. Yeah. She loves being part of this show. Uh, but the individual that gave it to us, I believe, was Joseph Burtwistle, but I'm oh. looking it up. Joseph Burtwistle. No matter what I put into here, though. Yeah. Here we go. Is this the one? Yeah, this is great radio. Isn't it? It's fantastic. I'm sorry. It was uh, Lawrence Witt. Oh, Lawrence Witt. Lawrence Witt. Of the wits. Of the wits. <laughs> well. Of the English wits. The English wits. Ah, yes. So, I'm sure it's Lord Lawrence Welt. Or Witt. <laughs> Lawrence Witt. I like that. Lord uh, Witt, your list is uh, your topic for the top ten shows. Uh, yeah, so this is what Steve Martin I love. There's a lot of great films. I'm shocked he had to go through three rounds of people to find I know. someone to submit lists. That's incredible. It was so so easy to me. Yeah. Like, done, done. In my head, as soon as I read it, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm like at six. Done. Yeah, yeah. So I know. Without even I, looking. Yeah, without trying. Yeah, yeah. So if, you know, then you sit down and be like, oh, yeah, and then he was in this, and then he was in this, and then what about Bowfinger? Right. What about this? Like, do I consider that? And you know, I'm starting to get to more than enough. Mm-hmm. And for four people <laughs> to either not answer at all or just say, I can't do it. It's like, yeah. Jesus, all right, well. I think he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I know you agree. Yeah, so do the, the other incredible. three people, yeah. Mr. Witt, Ms. and Ms. Silvestrini, <laughs> and Mr. Naughton. Uh, hey, Naughton. Um, what is your feel? Like, what was the first thing you remember about Steve Martin before we jump into this, this situation? Like, do you remember how you, like, when's the first time you discovered oh, came Steve Martin? to Steve yeah, Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was in, <sighs> I mean, I wasn't around for the heyday of his comedy. Right, the 70s and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird looking back on that because it's almost anti-comedy on mm-hmm. some level. And according to his biography or his autobiography, he made the choice to do something completely different from everybody else. Wow. And that's why he was this farcical. He's the only one. Makes sense. Whether or not that's the case, who knows? Yeah, Maybe he true. just stumbled upon it, was really good at it, and kept yeah. going. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, but he's proved to be a very talented man in his he life. He has. He has. So I'm not going to take it away from him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Three Amigos or... Uh, I remember seeing the cover at the VHS store, The Man with, what, Two Brains? The Man with Two Brains, yeah. But I've never seen it. Okay. It's a plaid jacket, and there's like two brains or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's riding a bike. I remember seeing that at the store. I'm trying to think of what before three. There had to be something. Yeah. I don't know. You? Uh, Mine was, I think, if I'm not incorrect, I think it was... um, Little Shop of Horrors. I think okay. that was the first time, and I was like, who is that? And then went backwards, and I'd never seen The Jerk. Uh, yeah. So I went backwards to watch that. Um, and I remember not getting the comedy because I watched it too young. Me too. When he is like reading the 
the letter in the bathtub, I got all emotional because I thought he was retarded or mentally handicapped. And so I didn't understand the premise of the movie, right? Okay. And so I'm watching it as a kid, and I'm getting all emotional as a kid. I was a sensitive kid. I'm a sensitive man now, but like, I was a sensitive kid back then. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this woman left him, and he can't even read her, her goodbye letter. And it must be so sad. And he's walking around with the two dogs covering his butt and his penis because he can't think because he's mentally handicapped. Had no concept of the of the film until obviously the years later, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it. All right, and it's yeah. funny now." Oh, no, yeah. I think it's a damn classic. Now. It is. It's funny as hell. Dude. It is. It's cans. He hates these cans. <laughs> what? How you draw that conclusion? There's a sniper up on the ridge. That that and, uh, oh the the first day felt like three days. And the second day, se- second day felt like a week. But the third day, the third day felt like a day. It did like a day. <laughs> and she's asleep for all of it. Uh, the glasses are genius. I was born a poor black child. Like all of it just was hilarious all around from top to bottom. I remember that. Um, anyway, all right. So uh, let's get into this thing, Matt. Uh, how does the show work? It's the same as the regular we show back up here. We, do, uh, we have their two lists. Mm-hmm. I do. Or this time, I think. Is it my turn to go first? I think so, yeah. Uh, I do the bottom three. John does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one apiece. Once we have revealed their personal top ten list, we create the shows between the two of us for the release. <laughs> Boom. And everything applies. Punt supply. Everything applies. Yeah. So let's do it. Go ahead and start with the word punt coming out of your mouth. Oh, wow. At number ten on uh, Ms. Silvestrini's yeah. uh, is The Jerk. Wow, that is a massive punt. As as it should be. Yeah, agreed. As it should be. Number 10, okay. <sighs> number nine, Shop Girl. That's the number 10. Okay. On this list, okay. Uh, I I couldn't ever sit down to watch it. No, I tried. I, I was about an hour in. I was like, you know what? I'm good. I don't, this seems, uh, this seems like what Martin is like, likes to give himself credit for is he's an intelligent guy, certainly intelligent guy, but this was a bit out of my, I don't know. I just didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I was watching. I didn't care about any of the characters. I don't know. It struck me as the a bit waspish for me. I write in the New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, that kind of vibe. Yeah, and trust me, as a guy that subscribed to the New Yorker for almost ten years, I don't anymore because I just you know I don't yeah. know. It's a phase. That was I guess a phase of my life. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a certain sensibility <laughs> once you've been published there to take back. I'm sure it's a guess. Sure, sure. So I just never saw it. I was like, I I already like you. Yeah. I don't want to. You know. I don't want to find you pretentious. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't even want to say Steve the word. Martin. I know. You had an arrow through your head. Not Steve Martin. Dude, not somebody that crushes the banjo like that. Yeah. <laughs> not to say that you can't have both. Right? Sure, sure. It's just there's a certain, I don't know, likeable, uh, relatability. I guess. Yes. Agreed. Uh, all right. So that was my nine. Your ten? Uh, yeah. Shop Girl, not great, but I saw it as a fan of Jason Schwartzman as well as Martin. That's all I have there. What's your number eight? Yeah, she has no explanation until number one. Okay. What's your eight? Uh, my eight is uh, Bringing Down the House. Special mention to Betty White in this. Oh, yeah. No, not on the list. Interesting. Okay. Is this the one with Queen Latifah? I think so, yes. Never saw this. Bringing Down the there's House. A, yeah, there's like a five-year span where he was putting out a lot of stuff and just like, I'm not seeing Cheap by the Dozen too. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I'm sorry, Steve. I don't blame you. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I saw this one. I thought it was fun. You know, it was a fun little thing of like, you know, a class comedy about, you know, she's uh, she's a, a, from a certain class. He's from another class. How they make it work. She loosens him up. He teaches her a little bit about like kind of staying on the straight net. So it was – it's a fun little uh, comedy. I mm-hmm. think from what I remember, I think Goldie Hawn plays his wife. I think – and Sinbad's in this I think as well. So I think that's what I remember. Wow, yeah. Really? 
I think so. I, it's been a while since I've seen that one. Because Goldiani worked with a house guest. I don't know if that'll be. Oh, maybe that's house guest. I'm sorry. That's house guest. So maybe Sinbad was in that one. I get them all confused. That I've seen. I saw that in the theater. Yeah. I saw, I saw Breaking Down a House in the theater. Let's see here. It, it is Latifah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Eugene Levy's in this. That's right. Eugene Levy's the other person in this thing. Uh, and Joan, the great Joan Plowright. The great Joan Plowright. Jean Smart's in this, who I have a terrible crush on, no matter how old she is. Missy Pyle's in this. I remember that. I think Missy played the <laughs> villain in this. So, Just All going right. down a list of yeah, names at this just point. Looking. Uh, what do you got? Oh, that was, okay, so that was your number eight. Uh, so at number 10, I have Shop Girl. At number nine, I have Looney Tunes back in action. Not on this list. All right, Sean writes, as a Looney Tunes fan, it's unfortunate the funniest thing about the flick is Martin's wig and glasses combo. I do not remember this movie. I did not see this movie. That's how long his career has been. I'm, I'm with yeah. you. I'm I think this you. is Brendan Fraser and Jenna Elfman. I think. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Maybe it'll show I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember this coming out. So the fact that this exists, like, okay. Yeah. What year was this? Yeah. Oh, early 2000s. I think so. When they were trying to kind of do, they were kind of trying to do the Space Jam sh- thing all over again, and maybe see if the Looney Tunes okay. could pop back up. Maybe if I saw the trailer, it's sparking zero bells. Really? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm right. Brendan Fraser, Jenna Elfman, 2003, and uh, Steve Martin plays the Mr. Chairman. Oof. Timothy Dalton's in this. Heather Locklear, Joan Cusack. A lot of people in this movie. Uh, <laughs> never mind. It kind of falls off after that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> all right. There we go. Uh, all right, and the number eight, I have uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Please tell me that's a punt. You said number eight? Yeah. Yeah, that's a punt. Okay, good. All right, what's your number seven? Seven, this should be a punt. I can't. Three amigos. Th- uh, slight punt, but a punt, yes. Slight punt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> slight punt. <laughs> Here comes the indignation <laughs> and the judgment, uh, and rightfully so. All right, what's your number six? Uh, six is Roxanne. Not on this list. Sean Naughton, you are. Yeah. Sean, thank you for being a fan. But you are an absolute fucking moron for not having Roxanne on this and putting Looney Tunes back in action on this list. Roxanne is fantastic. What is below Lord? Maybe we bump him down from Lord Lawrence. (laughs) Oh, no, it's Sean. I apologize. No, no, no. We'll make him sub to Lawrence. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Duke? Is Duke different? I think Duke is lower than Lord. I have no idea. Yeah, I I don't know. All those titles sound made up. Yeah. They do, and the fact that, that Chancellor, like, well, the 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 Queen's husband is has a title like that, the Duke of blah blah blah, yeah, just like why the Duke of Edinburgh, yeah, it's just something ridiculous, yeah, to make your ridiculous state in life somehow like justifiable, right? Give them a bunch of titles that are right. meaningless, and I have no idea. You know what I didn't know, and I was talking to Nikki Novak about this last night. We were uh, sitting next to each other for that screening of Us. She said that. Canada was under British rule for a long time until like 1982. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought Canada was the French thing because it was because of Quebec and all the, the They got a pocket of French, but yeah, no, yeah. that's I didn't know it was settled by the British. I thought it was settled by the French and it was just like a French thing, which is why no. you never hear British Canadian, you always hear French Canadian, so to me that was always interesting. Because it's the anomaly. 
Oh, there's okay, Canadian, fair. and then there's French Canadian. Right, this pocket of also oh, Canadian is implied that it's British Canadian. Yes, I believe so. More often than not, yes. okay, okay. I don't want to get in trouble like the the crazy New Zealand people who came after well, me. Totally after that different, ridiculously that playful, is, stupid thing I said. Totally playful, Jesus. stupid. It was it playful. Well, I'm just saying, putting it on your list, knowing damn well that there's going to be an objection. Well, to wait it. a second. No, I'm not conceding the New Zealand the, that that's a British movie. That is a that's British fine. movie. I'm not conceding, but the idea of how New Zealand was colonized, I didn't know that. So, uh, but this with Britain, I, oh, with uh, uh, Canada, I didn't know either. And uh, like they were still subjects to Queen Elizabeth until like eighty two. That's incredible. I didn't know nineteen eighty two. I didn't know that. So, uh, anyway, diatribe. That was what was your number? What was it again? That was oh, Roxanne. So Roxanne. So honestly, yeah. you you should definitely see it. Roxanne is uh, a great update of uh, Shakespearean play, which is it uh, the the. Uh, oh no, not Shakespearean. It's a Cyrano de Bergerac. That's not Shakespearean. Oh, okay. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, but it is a great update of it. Uh, of you know what what do you kind of really want ultimately yeah yeah like what is love about is it about the physical appearance or is it about the individual right you know that you are going to be spending the rest of your life with so to speak mm-hmm. it's uh, looks versus uh, brains what's intellect, inside wit yeah. yeah who you actually are right um, and it's it's heartfelt I love the casting of couldn't tell you that guy's name he was in Top Gun Rick Rosovich okay yeah I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I told you I couldn't tell you that guy's name. I can tell you he was on ER. He was for a little bit. Yeah, yeah he's you know he's good looking been, dude, good looking guy. Yeah, good looking guy. Perfectly cast as this fireman that is just yes. an idiot, but handsome guy. Yes, he is. Uh, and and then Steve Martin is the man that gives him his wit, his intellect. Yeah, and it's with the long nose, the long nose, and he does the basically the ninety nine bottles, but he comes up with different things to say about his nose and right. that insult fest in the right. bar. Um, Which is a scene from the play. It's fantastic. Yeah, and they they execute it so well that I fell in love with it as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And you should really see it, John. Yeah. What the hell, Sean? Daryl Hannah's fantastic in it, too. She's very sweet as the love interest. And Steve Martin, I think, has never been more... Um, how can I say this? Just more, I don't know, more uh, relatable. More like you would want to hang out with Steve Martin. Yeah. This character of Steve Martin, you would love to hang out and call him your friend. He's so warm and lovable and actually vulnerable in this film in a way that I haven't seen in just about any of the roles. So it's fun to watch him in this. He's honestly possibly his most charming. Yeah, charming. That's the fucking word. Yeah. Charming. Um. All right. So that was your. So that was. So the number seven I have is Parenthood. Uh, not on this list. Wow. Okay. Interesting. It's a, it's a sad movie. Yeah, but it's a good movie. It is good. Is, it isn't. It is like a slice of real life, of a lot of different stories. Um, this is a great cast. Uh, Diane Weist, uh, Keanu Reeves, Amanda Plummer. Uh, Thomas Holtz, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Robards, great cast, and, top to bottom. Yeah, and the family stuff is very interesting. Uh, early Keanu Reeves, yes, very early Keanu Reeves, and Joaquin Phoenix, who plays um, the younger brother. Is who's the girl with Joaquin? Is it Plimpton? Sorry, Martha Plimpton. You're right, not Amanda Plummer. Martha Plimpton. Yes, good call. And then Mary Steenburgen is the mom. With, yeah, with Steve Martin. With Steve Martin. Forgot right. about that. And his kid that can't catch a ball. Until he no. finally does. His bad dudes, and then his dad wants to be the the cowboy that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah that's and you you feel for all of them. Like, that's all. Everybody's going through their own problems. Mm-hmm. And when did this come out? Like, 92? That's my guess. It's early, yeah. Um, I think 80, 89 or 86. 
but yeah. I don't think it was 86. Because I had a better understanding of Steve Martin, and I would have been seven seeing that. Let's see. I think uh, at that 89. So 89. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff, too. I mean, just a lot of fun seeing that movie. And yeah, it's a good movie. He's good in it. I just don't know that I, I, I've seen it. Right. It's not like a Requiem for a Dream. I've seen that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I don't know how you make that connection. Well, I'm just saying, that's one of our, like, uh, Gummo. You ever seen that? Oh, fuck yeah. I've Oof, seen it once. That's weird. I don't need to see it again. Never again. Not saying that parenthood is akin to that, but it also just, like, I know what that experience is. I know what all the stories are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I need to relive it again. No, I don't personally. think you do. Still a good movie. Sure. Uh, all right. The, uh, she, oh, Sean wrote, uh, Parenthood, it's good, enough said. His number six, Baby Mama. Not on my list. Okay. He said, maybe maybe a random one, but he's great as Tina Fey's new age-ish boss. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't dislike him in the role. I think Tina, Amy, Dax, and Kinnear stand out more to me than Martin in the movie, but I get you including it. It's a good movie. Yeah. I didn't like Sisters, but I liked Baby Mama. Uh, Sisters was okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the hidden truth about Tina, like... She writes great sketch stuff. She writes decent series stuff. But, like, feature film-wise, I don't think I've seen anything that I've, like, wow, that was really funny. Like, she didn't write Bridesmaids. That was funny. Top, yeah. For me, top to bottom. But, like, Baby Mama is cool. It's funny, but it's, like, it's not a great comedy. It's a funny comedy. Mm-hmm. And Sisters was, ugh, I couldn't get behind Sisters at all. I was, yeah, it was a tougher ro- uh, road to hoe. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, or road to hoe. Um, that's a... I believe it's a uh, farming. It is. Yeah. I said road to hoe. It's the modern equivalent. I updated it to yeah. the 21st century. You made You're it welcome. Hip, man. You made it hip. You're welcome, everybody out there. <laughs> All right. What's your number five? Five is Little Shop of Horrors. All right. That's number four. Cool. Oh, nice. Perfect timing. Um, like to me, when going back to it years later, I realized he was in it, even though I'd seen it as a kid. Yeah. Because I think it was Rick Moranis and The Plant when I saw right, it. Right, 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 right. So that, so that, to me, was the movie until I saw it years later. I was like, oh, hey, shit, look at this cast. Yeah. Uh, so it never loomed as large for me as others. Yeah. Because um, I'm not as big into musicals. There are ones that grab me every once and again, but it's a rare occurrence. Like, I can't get behind uh, having a discussion the other day with my uh, some people I know about Bye Bye Birdie. Um, yeah, we were having a talk about because they brought up they listened to the show way back when, and it was we did the music biopics. Oh yeah, and uh, why didn't you choose Viva Las Vegas or not music biopics? Uh, actors turned musicians. Oh yeah, for an Elvis, and I was like, well, because I've never seen it. And I went back to watch King Creole, and I couldn't get through King Creole. Oh yeah, Look, so I didn't have time to watch another Elvis. So musicians turned to actors, but like Elvis was never. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess Viva Las Vegas, but it's such they're all such lightweight roles that he did for the most part, except for the Love Me Tender, the first part, but then and then Charo away at the end. But he never had a real like, wow, you know. Well, but he did so many. He really did. So it's so kind many. of egregious on some level. And I was like, yeah, hey, listen, I just don't. Yeah, I don't see these. Uh, the distillation of it is, uh, I heard a comic years ago say, basically, you know, when's the bus boy going to start singing? <laughs> right. And you're like, yep, that's yeah. now, to me, that colored my perception of every Elvis film going forward. Yeah. And then when you see it, I mean, that's King Creole. Yeah. <laughs> he's a bus boy and he starts singing. He's got to sing to save a woman from getting beat or something. That's right. Like, Walter Matthau being the villain. Dude, this is, what is going on? Yeah. My yeah. wife watched it with me. And she's like, this is, let's watch Evil Las Vegas. I was like, I don't have the time. <laughs> I got to move on. 
<laughs> you got to make calls at that. I point. would argue Viva is a better film, but yes, all right, fair. Well, that's a her contention, yeah, and every other Elvis fan that I've come into contact, you should. Well, that should have made the list. I'm sorry, <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's not something I'm going to go back for. So, Little Shop. It's never loomed as large in, in my mind. Oh, okay. I don't know if it does for you. It does. It's one of my favorite films ever, favorite musicals ever. And that soundtrack is incredible from top to bottom, except for maybe one or two songs. Every other song I have sang many times in my car driving around when it's come on my iPhone. I love it. It's a good film. And it's a very funny film. And Ellen Green is heartwarming or uh, is you know classically tragic in that she's involved in this abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Rick has to save her. And then w- how he does it. And then has to confront, you know, the plant and the plant being voiced by the uh, lead singer of the uh, Four Tops, which makes it even fun. Levi Stubbs, I think his name is, which is even funnier. Okay. And then all, all this, and then all that happens with Vincent Gardinia and all this stuff. That, like, it's just, it's a fun little film. Um, and if you watch it, you'll notice that two of the three girls that sing are Tisha Campbell and the other girl who plays. Uh, the next door neighbor in Martin, like both the girl, both those girls or actresses are okay. in Little Shop of Horrors as the three women singing, two of the three women singing as the chorus throughout. throughout. So nice. Uh, yeah, it's a fun little film. Frank Oz directed it. It wasn't 100 percent there and great cast like John Candy. Yeah. Jim Belushi, uh, all that great cast that they have, including Steve Martin. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Rick Moranis yeah, at his prime. And, yeah. Um, Before he retired. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my five. So four is the punt from earlier, planes, trains and automobiles. Okay. Oh, I love this one. Like, what's shocking to this is there's like a basically in essence a three way kind of tie for number one for me. Okay, and I would have trouble. Yeah, and we've already gotten to all three of them on her list. <laughs> that, I mean, that to me is like, well, okay, I would understand if one of the three was at the bottom of your mm-hmm, list, mm-hmm. perhaps two, mm-hmm. but three and four and under. Well, Silvestrini is clearly not a funny person and does not appreciate comedy in the correct amounts that she needs to correct. Uh, oh, she sure. needs to appreciate it. Sure. And I'll tell it to her face. Sure. That's ridiculous to me. It's a lot of public <laughs> shaming. It's like Game of Thrones on here today. Shame. Uh, well, that's what the relist turns into. Yeah, you did warn him ahead. Of, you did warn him ahead of time that this would happen. Yeah, Plain Strange is just the quintessential. It's a holiday movie. It's yes, a, it's a road picture. Mm-hmm. It's a buddy comedy. It's everything you want. It's, it's relatable. Two guys just trying through, you know, yeah. every everything acting acting against them. What could yeah. go wrong does go wrong. Yeah, for just a series of days, we've all had. I don't know if I've had a spell quite like this. <laughs> well, but I've had some bad ones. I came close on that trip home to Virginia. True, that's for fucking sure. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I've been missed flights. I've been stranded in places, but then I've mm-hmm. never then rented a car, and then the car breaks down or catches on fire, and then just keep. Somehow ending up with the same dude over and over again, and then by the end, invite him to Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't had that. Nope. That's some other shit. Um, Sean writes, and uh, I immediately now am uh, upset at Sean. He said it's uh, – he had it number eight. He says, it's a classic, but I don't find John Candy's character endearing, and I like when he's being yelled at. Wow. Well, did, did you I finish mean, the movie, Sean? Yeah, that's true. That's where it, it gives him some redeeming heart. You understand, yeah. like a second time through and a third time through, right? It makes him more. I understand if it was one viewing, I guess. But well, just saying, your understanding of him is that right until the very end, and you haven't really lived with the character. You just didn't enjoy the experience that one time. You're like, nah, yeah, it was good, but wasn't great. But well, I would argue that Steve Martin has an incredibly large stick up his ass. Oh, he does. the whole time. So he does. he's not an endearing person. At all. Really, at all. They're both difficult to deal with in different ways. 
And so, in just equally like, different yeah, ways. Just like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Just like everybody else. Everybody's right. got their shit. Some people stack it up higher than others. Right. <laughs> That's all there is And to it's it. all perspective because you can look at another person's shit and don't think it's that stacked that high yeah. and someone else looks exactly. at it and thinks it is. And certain things just like, That's a trigger. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's yeah. a trigger. That reminds you of such and such. And you don't know that, but. But. Unfortunately, the hammer's coming down. It's, it's pretty right. rare for me. There are very few things where I'm just like, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, well, Silva Strini putting it down low on her list and uh, Sean as well as a I trigger. Mean, three yeah. on the bottom of her list. Yeah. I question, but wait, like how effective. Maybe they need glasses or something. Or hearing aids. <laughs> something along those lines. What do you got next? Uh, where are we at? Oh, number five? Four? Well, I just did my four. You did your five and your four. Yeah, I haven't done my five was, yet. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Five is the three amigos. Yeah, that was another one. Yeah, what? Is, well, she has it where on your list? It's seven. Oof. Yeah, uh, he Sean says hasn't totally held up for me, but a childhood favorite from Comedy Central reruns hasn't held up for him. Mm, interesting. How far they far they far they far they far? Are you kidding me? Little beer, little beer. That killed me as a kid and as an adult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to rape the hedges, yes. The rape. I learned the word plethora from that movie. Plethora. Yeah. Would you say I have a plethora? I realized, fa, I am not as smart as you. <laughs> Fucking movie slays me. I didn't understand the male balls. Oh yeah. Little, is it a male? It's got to be a male plane. It's got little balls. Until I was older, <laughs> as a kid, the rest of the theater was laughing, and I didn't understand. Yeah. And now I just like I love all. Uh, All the stupid jokes. And I would argue Martin and um, Martin Short, Steve Martin and Martin Short, are better than Chevy Chase in this movie. And that's tough to say. Without a doubt. And I talking to a guy that Fletch is number one. Yeah, right. But Martin and, you know, it's not even close. Yeah. It's like Chevy so was good. just there because they needed a third almost. Yeah. Like, he's got a couple scenes, but it's basically Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah. Uh, so good. Do you think Martin kept Ch- uh, Chase in line? Because everyone says Chase is difficult to work with. Do you think Mart was on set going, don't pull your bullshit on you, the set? Oh. Do your fucking job and don't don't give me shit. Or maybe it's just because those two were so established when mm. Chevy came in that he couldn't big lead them because they were bigger than him. Right, 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 right. Uh, in the movie world, yes, you are famous, but we yeah, we actually have a box office draw. Right. We have a uh, following. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case or not. But that movie. Yeah. I, it could be my number one. I don't. It's in a three way tie. Wow. It's in a three way tie. But that jerk planes trains. It's like, yeah. What are we talking about yeah. here? Interchangeable. There, it's really tough. Yeah. Jer- jerk made me fall in love with it. Three amigos could be the funniest to me. Mm-hmm. Planes trains has all the heart. Yep. Agreed. I don't know which I would like better. <laughs> um, all right. So his number. Four, Sean's number four was Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. One of my girlfriend's favorite movies, and I don't mind. The dentist song is worth a YouTube viewing. Yes, it is. The dentist song is genius. I can, um, I can do it from scratch. Go ahead. All right. What's number oh, three? Yeah? You want to give us a little piece? <sighs> what do you got? You need to warm up the pipes? Me, mama. When me. I was young, just a bad little kid, my mama noticed funny things I did, like shooting puppies with a BB gun. I poisoned guppies when I was done. I when he a- was done? <laughs> I don't know how the song goes. When he was done? <laughs> I find a pussycat, bash his head. That's what my mama said. <laughs> what his mama said? <laughs> oh, what she said? I think my boy. Wait, what is he? Say? What his mama said? Oh, I can't. I think my mama said. She said, "My boy, I think someday you'll find a way to make your natural tendencies pay." 
You'll be a dentist. All right, there we go. Moving on. <laughs> I love that part. What a yeah. That's that's a, a line only gets away with musicals. Yeah, like your tendencies pay. Yeah, no, nah, I'm sorry. That doesn't make it in a pop song. <laughs> nope. Uh, all right. What's your number three? Uh, my number Rachel. three is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Wow, well, this is number three. A Perfect. classic is what Sean says. It is. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't rate it higher than three other movies, for sure. I agree with you thoroughly. There are some issues with the film. True. Um, it's not as funny as the other three. That no. You go. Yeah. No. But I do like some of the, can I go to the bathroom? Oh. And they're just sitting there and just, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and the I'll, realization just... <laughs> the cork and the fork is the best. Oh, yeah. He's got the eye patch <laughs> and he hits himself. <laughs> A couple of us, I wish he had existed in that character longer because he yeah. was really good. He really was. That's my favorite part of that movie. Thoroughly agree. Yeah. Thoroughly agree. <laughs> yes. Everything else around. And Michael Caine and Steve Martin, such a great combination of actors doing that part and Glenn Headley playing who she plays. A lot of fun. Yeah. Of who's fun. tricking who? Who's doing what? Exactly. Subterfuge, baby. And then at the end when you, when you see what happens, you're just like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's got a nice little something for you. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right, what's your number two? Two is cheaper by the dozen. What? Number two. <sighs> I mean, t- number two. Silverstrini, you are a goddamn big old cheese ball. What year did this come out? Because this had to be, I hope you were oh, eight and watched this the first time. Yeah, right, and kept watching. Then, uh, then it's defensible on some level because maybe it was a family movie. And you I guys watched this as a family all the time, and you related. Cause... 2003. So that's 15 years ago. 16 years ago. 16 years ago, right, 16, Jesus. So Rachel's what? Maybe 12? 10? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I don't know how old Rachel is. Neither do I. I yeah. think mid, mid-20s-ish. Yeah. She's probably 47. We don't know. <laughs> just slander the woman like that. <laughs> I'm just playing with that you. That would make her older than both of us, would uh, it not? No, I'm not saying or denying either thing. I'm not confirming nor denying. Uh, she's uh, But Rachel's great. I love busting Rachel's ball. She's so cool. Uh, but this is ridiculous. This Jeez. is ridiculous. At number two. Cheaper by the I, dozen. I, I, I can't wait to see her to ask why in the world cheaper by the dozen. Because she puts no explanation. That's one where it's like, all right, I, I could really use an explanation. Yeah, right. If you want to give me something. I just like the fact that you found these two. And these two are like, oh, yeah, I can give you 10, no problem. And these are maybe the worst top 10 lists for Steve Martin that we've seen. Well, Okay, no Bowfinger, which I think is surprisingly good if you go back and rewatch it. Yes, yes. L.A. Story, if you like that kind of movie. L.A. Story is fun, man. Uh, it's got its moments. It's the last time I found Sarah Jessica Parker enjoyable. Okay. The sign can get a little much. Yeah, well, the sign's a bit much. Yeah, but it's a it's a device, a vehicle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Houseguest, I don't mind. Yeah, Houseguest is fun. Uh, let's see, what else? What else we got? Goldie Hawn is great in that. She is. They both, and they have good chemistry yeah. between the two yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, I need to pull up his eye because I, I started okay. going through when I couldn't get people to I was like oh I just blitzed through it real quick you're like, like is bing, it me bing, bing, that bing, I can't yeah. find 10 yeah, yeah, well, yeah what's going on here am I the only was it really 6 and I just managed to pull the 6 off the top of my head because <laughs> that a lot be of people case. would swear by my blue heaven love my blue heaven see a lot of people would swear love by that my, that makes my list 100% I would have put dead men don't wear plaid that is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen there you go all of me is hilarious you got your pennies from heaven. Your man with two brains. Pennies your, from heaven, right? It just depends on what you want, right? But I take some of the, from the early, some from the mid, some from the late. I'm surprised Father of the Bride isn't on either of these lists. A well, lot have, of people. We haven't Father finished the these lists. Oh, good call. So, I don't, so you just tipped your hand about. We probably do this at the end, actually. Uh huh. House sitter. Maybe Sergeant Bilko was funny, even yeah. though a lot of people didn't like it. I would throw the Spanish Prisoner. That's a damn good fucking movie. Okay, Mamet. That's a good Mamet film. 
Uh, didn't see the out of towners. Yeah, Chibi Shop Girl. Yeah, Chibi does Pink Panther. Uh, no, no. Uh, it's complicated. That was damn good. Okay, with uh, Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep. I think uh, Baldwin's in it for sure. Yeah. Well, so it's obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to pull. It's like I think you're right with Streep, but I know Baldwin's yeah. in it. Yeah, Streep is in it. Yeah, that started their public kind of. They worked together. They did right. You know, award shows show up at this. Do SNL. Yeah, do all it was that kind stuff. of in tandem. Uh, all right, that was you know, two, two. This number two is the jerk. Okay, the so at least Sean got it uh, uh, where it belongs up near in the top three. He said a classic, 40 years later and still extremely quotable. Eight times out of ten, I leave a room picking something up, proclaiming this. It's all I need. This lamp is all I need. Exactly. These red chairs. How far are you going? Out of the end of the fence? I'll, <laughs> I'll go as basically, I'll go as long as you're willing to take me. And then he's out there the next day. Just the idiocy of the character is so fantastic. <laughs> so fantastic. It's Forrest Gump for comedy. Because Forrest Gump is kind of, it's not an idiot, he's just. Simple. This guy is simple. You have a comedy. Forrest Gump is looking for, like, I guess, the redemptive nature of all human spirit type of thing. Cut it out. And it's going for something. It is going for something. That's what I'm saying. This is played for comedy, whereas Forrest Gump is played for serious. But the characters are the same. He's not trying to say this character is redeemable, irredeemable, anything. It's just an idiot. Oh, right. Okay. There's no, like, arc really for him. He goes up and comes down, yes, but yeah. at the same time, emotionally, he's pretty much the same person where he ends on some level as he is, right. he is where he begins. Right. He's just grown into the stupidity. He does get a happy ending, though, which is good. Yeah. Dancing on that porch. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Um, yeah, okay. All right. And then, so what's your number one? Father of the Bride. This is the only thing she wrote. What is happening? Uh, well, you're about to eat some crow. Here. Oh, no. Uh, my dad passed away coming up on nine years. Oops. And this will always be my favorite Steve Martin movie. My dad was stubborn in admitting I was grown up and could take care of myself, just like Steve in this. Aww. This movie is all about wish fulfillment for me, knowing that I'll never have the moments with my own dad that are depicted in the film. Sorry for bringing the room down when talking about such an amazing comedian, but I truly live this movie to the core of me. Oh. Well, I. It's not cheaper by the dozen, so. I'll accept. I, I will agree. <laughs> well, just going into it once because I—that's the only description. So you have to scroll yeah, up, right? So it's like a, a, I knew it was coming type of thing. It's the only one I knew, right? Um, and I look father, yeah. What can daughter? You that's a great, uh, yeah, yeah, great reason to put it number one exactly. for yourself. So it has a different kind of resonance. Yeah. And I knew that as soon as I saw it, without reading your description of what it was, it's like I bet you it's yeah. going to be something like this. And it's even—it's more profound than that. You're right. Well, now I feel terrible for making fun of Rachel. Well, you did. You're amazing, Rachel. You didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Just for her other shitty taste. Yeah, not for this one. No. Go ahead. That's. I will not besmirch you. I get it. It's no. clear cut number one. Makes all the sense in the world. I don't have that kind of connection with any Steve Martin movie. You know what I mean? Where? Okay, yeah. I'm so wrapped up emotionally in yeah. what this means to me. Um, I laugh my ass off at some. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I totally get it. Yeah. Um, it's a good choice. For what, is, what is Sean uh, number one here? Sean has Bowfinger. There you go. There you go. One of my all time favorite comedies. Martin is awesomely smarmy. Great dual role from Eddie Murphy and Christine Baranski and Heather Graham. Steal the picture. Hands down, my favorite Steve Martin movie performance and writing job. I need to see it again. Really? It's been a while. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, it just does, does it because I remember when it came out, I didn't want to see it because it looked terrible. Yeah, right. And then years later, I finally did. And I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah, it is. 
It's fantastic. And I saw it a couple times in that pocket. This was like a, a HBO repeat for a little while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or something along those lines. Uh-huh. Um, and then I haven't seen it since then. Okay. But I remember coming back to one. This is really good. Yeah. Uh, so if we were doing this list, I would rewatch that and be like, I haven't seen it for years. Oh, you would at this it. point. Now you would. Okay. Well, it, every week I try and rewatch at least one to two movies, right. depending on what our list is going to be. Right. Uh, so that might be my choice of like, I have a firm opinion about all these others, but this one's kind of more fluid. I think I like it a lot. Okay. okay. Or other ones. Everybody says you should watch this one. All right. If I got time. Yeah. I'll try and watch that one. Right. Um, sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. <laughs> so now we've got to make the two between us. Uh, yeah. Now we've got to combine these lists uh, as well as well as we can. We both don't have our number ones. Uh, yeah. Your number two is what? Uh, it is uh, The Jerk. I am perfectly happy with putting that at number one. Yeah, I, I am as well. That's called a jump from ten to one. Enjoy that, Rachel. Hey-o. Uh And then what? Bowfinger, since it's the number one here? On well, Father one? of the Bride is number one here. And she just oh. relented on ten to one. Okay, okay, okay. I'll so, Father of the Bride there. I'm fine with that. And then Bowfinger after that. All right. Um, next highest is Cheaper by the Dozen for me at two, which you don't have. No, no, don't have it. What do so you have? I guess it'll go there. I have Dirty Rotten Scoundrels at No, no, three. we both have that. Oh, we do? Yeah, 3-3 three, three or 3-4? Three, 3-3. Four? Three, three. Yeah, then Dirty Rotten. Yeah. Um, Planes, Trains, where do you have that? It's eight. I have that at four. What do you have next highest? Uh, four, Little Shop of Horrors. I got that at five, so a little okay. shot there. Okay. Are we trying to keep cheaper off the list? I'm cool. No, I just think. I'm look, cool we we will agree with we can we can bump it down. Yeah, yeah, I or agree. Something along those go lines. all the way down. Um, well, after that, I would say I have three amigos at five. Does five seven beat four eight? Yes, four eight wins. We've established that. So yes. I would say little uh, planes, trains. Okay. And then three amigos. Okay. Where are we at? That's six and seven. Okay. Will you give me cheaper by the dozen now? Absolutely. Do Um, we have any other commonality? I don't think so. Parenthood's not on your list, right? No. Or Shop Girl? No. Okay. Um, Roxanne is her six. I say yes. Okay. I have Baby Mama at six here. Well, we both like Roxanne. Yeah, I take Roxanne, absolutely. I want no arguments from me. Was there anything else like left on the list that we both think should make it at 10? Parenthood? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's better than bringing down the house. Yeah. And I have and Shop Girl. That's what I got left. Yeah, I have Shop Girl too. Oh, shit. Do we both have Shop Girl? Do we have to put it on the uh, list? We do have to put it on the list. <sighs> Shop Girl makes it. Damn it. I wish we hadn't gone through the list now and it's just gone. Parenthood, there it is. <sighs> All right. Let's do this thing. The top 10 Steve Martin films for the realist. Yeah. At number 10. Shop Girl. At number 9. Roxanne. At number 8. Cheaper by the Dozen. At number 7. Three Amigos. Number 6. Plain Strains and Automobiles. Number 5. Little Shop of Horrors. Number 4. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Numero 3. Bowfinger. At number 2. Father of the Bride. And our number one Steve Martin film for the realist is... The Jerk. 
I wonder if the, every time you turned, the squeak is now going to be a part of, we got to make that part of the relist. <laughs> no, God, no. My bad. Uh, there you go. Well, thanks, everybody. for or Thanks for, uh, to Sean and Rachel for sending their lists in. And for Mr. Lord Lawrence Witt for uh, suggesting the topic. This yes. is a fun topic to discuss. Thank you so much uh, to all of you that participated, to the four of you that, that either didn't respond or said you couldn't do it. I guess maybe we'll do a... Another drawing of your four names yeah. and the three of you that get pulled are on the next one. Something along those lines. I have no idea. See, Matt's kinder than I am. You just if say you, If you didn't respond in three days, I strike you off the list and you never get to participate again. <laughs> Unless you've got a real good <laughs> Ever reason. Ever again. Ever again. <laughs> well. You know, I'm harder-edged than that. I appreciate you being kind. Jesus. I mean, that's just a death sentence <laughs> for, for a minor offense. They well, ran copies in the office and you're like off with his motherfucking head. Yeah. You're out. You're out. Uh, Matt, let's uh, wrap things up here. Yeah. Um, um, so sh- Chicago, April 11th. We yep. got two shows going. There are still some. St- so Chicago heard us on the last show saying, guys, come on. Yeah. What are we doing here? Uh, yes, it's to come. And now you're la- you know slacking on the coming. And you stepped up this week. You were, we have- you were slacking on the coming. That's for sure. That's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. We didn't Go have ahead. to highlight that specific phrase. I'm a 10-year-old. Go ahead. Um, and you guys stepped up this week. We still have... Um, not too many seats left for the six thirty for the seven o'clock show. Yeah, seven o'clock show rather. Yeah, and then for the eight o'clock. Well, it's not bad between the two of them. I think we're like eighty percent sold on the first show and seventy mm-hmm. percent sold on the second show. Let's get on it, Chicago. We're close. Are we releasing any more two show tickets or no? No. Okay, that's on as Come per get the it. venues. Yeah, advice. They, yeah, they said no more. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna have to do heavy promotion for walk ups as well. So Chicago. This is your chance to come see us, for God's sakes. Get on it. You heard the London show. You heard the London show. Imagine being able to enjoy that twice in two different lists. And plus, you know, Chicago, we don't know if we're going to be able to record that show. So you're maybe the only ones in the world that will have heard this. That's right. Good point. Uh, uh, we don't know. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, we don't know. Um, we can look into trying to do it. But at the same time, you could be getting the only exclusive in top 10 history. Yeah. Two straight shows. Wow. Two Great straight points. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be something? You would tell your friend this becomes legend, like the Dream Team game against those college guys. Yeah. It could be legend. Um, so, yeah, come on out. There's, We're almost there. So let's make this happen, Chicago. Let's do this. Yeah. The hell's going on, guys? <laughs> but we will, we will sell this out. Yeah. If we got that much traction of us just basically putting a small fire under your ass, then we'll be done Soon enough, so you want to jump on these now. Yeah, and uh, I spo- it's at reggieslive.com backslash show or slash show slash the top 10 live movie podcast. So go there if you uh, have an issue with trying to find it. But just go to reggieslive.com, look under April 11th, and then you'll see the shows there for top 10 and buy the tickets uh, for each of the shows and come see us. Come have fun with us. We love interacting with you all. We love talking to you all, so it'll be a good time. And I hope I can say this, Matt. We are in discussions for possibly Houston, uh, because I am yes. going down for the Schmodown to compete with Dan Merle, the founding fathers. We are going to take on uh, a certain tag team down there. I think it's been announced, but I don't want to take the chance of announcing it before Christian does. And we're going to take it on live. Uh, and so we will be down, or I will be down there in Houston. And so uh, we, we're working on, on getting a venue for it. It'll probably be that Thursday night. No, uh, I think if we do. Oh, yeah? 
Well, we don't, we don't know anything don't right know. now. All right, fair enough. It's we only don't know. Six weeks. We just talked about this. That's true. It's true. We don't know yet, but we're kicking around the idea, and that's May 18th, I think. So yeah. So, so email us around. even even if we don't do that date, Houston. We're looking to do you. So we need you to email us at the top ten live. Put mm-hmm. in the subject matter Houston. Yeah. And we're going to try and hit that that weekend. We're not sure when. Um, we just literally had the discussion. Exactly. Um, and San Antonio, don't be cocky. Just because just we're going to do it at Houston doesn't mean you can't come. And vice versa, at yeah. this point, um, if we can draw better in San Antonio, then we might have to skip Houston and just go to San Antonio. We don't know. That's a fair point. But we got Matt Hasso helping us out uh, with the logistics on this. He's been yeah. nice enough to to do some of the back-channel stuff. So we'll, uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know what we can come up with. But if nothing else, if you want to see us coming there anytime soon, please mm-hmm. email us at the top 10 live at Gmail or hit us up on Facebook, and we'll create a separate group for you. Yeah. Uh, and we'll figure this out. Uh, coming to you sometime soon. And also that goes for New York and Toronto. Toronto. Let us know. We're working on coming to you yeah. and potentially San Diego as well. So, But any of those three first cities that we mentioned, please email us right now so we can start gauging and figuring out when we can come to your you know, lovely towns. Let's make it happen, people. Uh, all right. As I said at the beginning of this show, if you want to be a member of the sh- uh, patrons who support the show and participate in uh, future relists, you can do so at www.patreon.com slash the top 10, number 10 there. Go and see the multiple tiers we have, $20 and above. Get to participate in this. And there's uh, then don't forget, we are jumping to our own feed April 2nd. April 2nd. Uh, go and sign up now. Go find the top 10 or look for Matt Nost on iTunes and you'll now, see you it come up. No, Just search the just top search 10. Just search the top 10. Great. Just search the top 10. You can find it. Sign up there uh, and wherever you download your podcast, go and subscribe. And subscribe now because we're not going to take your memory up until April 2nd. So you can go subscribe now. It's yeah. not going to add any extra things to you until then. No. So, And if you hear something when you try and listen to one saying basically it's almost like elevator music and it tells you that you can't listen to it, it's because we haven't paid for the bandwidth yet. Not yet. So the free amount gets used up in like a day and a half. Right. Right. <laughs> so the rest of the month, they just get to listen to, you know, fucking Muzak. Yeah. Uh, nothing we can do about that. We, we will buy the show after Tuesday. So the following Tuesday will be the first one that's on the new feed. So yeah. that's where you're going to want to listen. And you will be able to listen to. And we haven't decided what we're going to put up and what we haven't put up. It's we true. about it. It's true. Could, we could leave up all those old Thunderdomes. We could take them down. We don't know. We don't know. We might have to just because of bandwidth issues because we don't know how much bandwidth we're going to have at first. Nine million gigs we need a lot of bandwidth man there's gonna be a lot of people come with i have faith in the top 10 listeners that they're gonna come and subscribe and be part of it we're gonna start off the gate 20 to fifty thousand, somewhere in there no all right fine. it's just nine million gigs it's what i'm <laughs> holding on to i'm trying to have faith in things nine million gigs backslash you know you know computer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm terrible with that. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. You can follow Matt at Matt Nost. Follow me at The Roca Says. And uh, I think that's it. Have a great rest of your week. Uh-huh.